Hello again, and welcome to On the Road with the VIAAA, a podcast put on by the Virginia Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association's Public Relations Committee for athletic administrators both in Virginia and across the country. I'm your host, Jim Harris, co-chair of the VIAAA's Public Relations Committee and coordinator of athletics and student activities at Alexandria City High School. In today's episode, we had the Falls Church, Virginia, and interview Bobby Krauss, Director of Student Activities at Falls Church High School. Bobby shares with us some ways to get involved with the VIAAA and some tips for athletic administrators both old and new. All right, welcome back to another episode of On the Road with the VI AAA. Our guest this week is Bobby Krause, Director of Student Activities at Falls Church High School. Welcome aboard, Bobby. Hey, Jim. All right. Why don't you tell us the road you took to become the Director of Student Activities at Falls Church High School? Where did you grow up, your schooling, your coaching, and career track that led you to Falls Church? Sure. Uh, so I grew up in Long Island, New York. Um, played all kinds of sports and everything, but eventually found my way to distance running. So cross country, indoor, outdoor track. Um, I got a scholarship to run at George Mason. So I spent five years there, cross country, indoor, outdoor track. And um, you know, a big influence on me in, in high school was you know the coaches I was around and the sports I played. And a lot of those guys were PE teachers. I kind of aspired to be like they were. So that was my major in, in uh, my undergrad was health and PE. And then uh, when I was at George Mason, I was able to tack on a master's program too. So I did an exercise science program there. And then I started teaching right afterwards. So it was kind of, you know, I wanted, to, I wanted to be a teacher for sure. That was my first goal, I guess. But a lot of that had to do with coaching too. I wanted to kind of give back to kids the way my coaches gave back to me. And um, so as much as I was a PE teacher, I think my favorite part was definitely the coaching aspect of it. And that's kind of, what led me into, you know, becoming an assistant athletic director at, at Full Stretch High School. And I worked for uh, Jeannie Kelly for, for eight years in that position. And then um, when she retired about two years ago, uh, I was able to interview for a job and got, got to the DSA position, which has been, been fun. It's been a challenge, but, uh, you know, especially during COVID, but it's, it was, it's been fun for sure. Outstanding. Uh, right now, you're the region rep for, the, for your region and the VIAAA. Now, how did you get started with the VIAAA, and then how did that lead to you being the region rep? Yeah, so as I said, I had um, I was the assistant DSA, and I and I had aspirations of being either like an athletic director or a DSA in Fairfax County or anywhere really. Um, and so I was trying to the first thing was I was trying to differentiate myself from other people. There's a lot of you know people who are assistant athletic directors and. Um, and in one way I thought I could kind of do that was through certification with the BIAAA. Um, you know, having the CAA next to your name, I thought, and I, I think it did play a part in, in me getting the DSA job. And it just kind of gives you a little bit more credibility. I know, um, you know, it, it was a good amount of work, but uh, it definitely paid off. And the, the biggest thing for me is uh, all those classes you take and, you know, the points you got to add up and just kind of, it, it just pushes you to, to get additional experiences that, maybe you wouldn't reach out for, like, um, you know, you get points for being like a district director. Like that's not something a lot of assistant athletic directors do. It's usually reserved for athletic directors. And, um, but it kind of pushed me to like try to seek out those opportunities and find little niches where I could kind of, you know, set myself apart and, and, you know, 
make myself more marketable for getting an AD job. Oh, so region rep, that's another thing you asked too. So um, I, I feel like, you know, in our area, at least in Fairbanks County, like our DSA groups are just really like overworked and there's been kind of a, fo a focus has gone away from the VI AAA. I think, you know, from what I've heard, at least like 15, 20 years ago, everybody had a CAA in, in our in our uh, school system, all 25 high schools and their systems had them. And um, with more and more demands being put on athletic directors, I think they've kind of gone away from it. You know, there's, I don't know, maybe half or so of our DSAs have it. So, um, but that was one of the things I wanted to kind of bring VI AAA back to Fairfax a little bit more. And um, there was an opening for the region rep and I kind of just shared that with the group and I got voted in. So that's how I ended up being a region rep. I've only been a region rep for about like three months now. So, okay. but hope, hope to do more with that too. Yeah. I was talking with some of the past presidents last week and uh, you know, the thing about it is I think the VI AAA right now is going through a new Renaissance. I mean, we're at the, the peak uh, participation. Um, every, every committee is filled and every region rep is filled and they're all different people. They're not, people aren't sharing two, three jobs. And uh, so that's starting to, you know, hopefully we'll push those guys in Fairfax County to come back and join the fold. Uh, yeah. You, uh, you talked about, getting your CAA and, you know, tell a little bit more about, you know, what that meant to you and uh, you know, what kind of tips do you have for people seeking the CMAA and then uh, you know, pushing towards the CMAA? Sure. Um, I, the biggest thing with me for like all the service, uh, yeah, it's great to have it in your, in your email signature and get, you know, the little press release that goes out. So your community kind of gives you a high five, which is really, you know, that's, that's nice to be recognized and all that. But um the biggest thing I've seen with all the like NIAAA and VIAAA courses that I've taken is like I'll sign up for a course in I don't know something like school like law right the, the law courses and then, but then I'm sitting around twenty or thirty other ads or assistant ads and the stuff that I picked up from just having conversations and working through those classes with them was is incredible like there's so many things that we brought to False Church over the last couple of years that I just from a conversation I had at a class. So even if you're like, yeah, I don't, I don't really need the letters or the sort of, I, like just the fact that you're getting out and, and meeting with other ADs and, and, and collaborating and kind of hearing new ideas. Like the one that we brought over here just like a couple of uh, weeks ago was this program called Neptune, which is like a music player. I, I had so many issues in the past where we had kids like putting their iPods in and playing music and it'd be an F word or something racist or, and, and now that's not a headache for me anymore. And I never even heard of it, but I was taking the, um, I forget the course number and it, but the one that's about earning your CMAA mm -hmm. and then someone just mentioned it like, Oh yeah, we, we got this and it's really cool. And I was like, Oh, let me try it. You know? And so it's, uh, that's happened so many times when I've gone through certification where it's like, this is a really good idea. Let's steal it. You know, and mm -hmm. it's teaching like that and being an AD is kind of like that too. You just kind of, you find the ADs who are good and you steal what they're doing and, and make it your own and put your own little spin on it. Um, I, I do want to keep, I mean, even if there wasn't a CMAA, I definitely want to keep working and, and taking classes and, you know, getting better at what I do and get some new ideas. Um, I, I do kind of think the CMAA would be a cool little, um, you know, thing to put on my list of things I've accomplished. Um, so I, I, that's definitely an aspiration. I try to think, you know, the, the project and um, I think it's the route that I want to go is the, the um, I'm, I'm drawing a blank chip, help me on it. The, the QPA, the quality program award. I haven't enough caffeine this morning, sorry. But um, oh, yeah, the QPA award, 
but I think for me too, you know, at, at a school like Falls Church where I'm at, you know, who, you know, we don't win state titles every year. We're not, we're not a powerhouse sports program. We, I think we serve our, our, our population really well. They get the opportunities that, that are really appropriate for our, our skill level. But, um, you know, if, if, if our school was able to pull off and earn a QPA, that could be a huge recognition for, you know, because it's great when you're hanging banners every year and everything, and, you know, the community could rally around that. But if we could hang that kind of banner, I think that could bring a lot to full church. So that's kind of the route that I'm, I'm planning on going. And uh, me and my assistants have been working on trying to tailor our program to hit some of those benchmarks too. So, but um, that's in our future. That's outstanding. LTI 799. It's a, it's a, it's a great course. And, you know, we too, over at the city of Alexandria, we're, we're, we're head deep into it. We're about three months into that journey and we probably got about another three months to go. Uh, so you know, what are some ways you think, uh, you know, a, a new athletic administrator like yourself or, or anybody real or any athletic administrator can get involved with the VI AAA? I know you're trying to push your colleagues in Fairfax, but you know, how are, what are some ways that they can get involved? Well, I, I can tell you that like before, before I was a region rep, I reached out to, I think it was, uh, Joe Brennan was the last uh, president of the IAAA. He's like, anything I can get involved. There, no one ever says no. It's like, there, there's definitely, I think you noticed that too. It's like, there, there's a lot that could be done. It's kind of like the AD job. Like it's never done. There's always something else you could be doing. And I think the VIAAA works the same way where it's like, yeah, there's a lot of people doing a lot of good things, but they can always use an extra hand. And whether it's helping out with the conference or like you're doing the public relations committee, like, start a new podcast. Like they're, they're really kind of open to any ideas that you might have. So uh, I would just suggest reaching out the, the big challenge that I, I that I have, and you know, it, it's hard to get out of the building, you know, and we're, we're constantly out of the building, whether it's a district region meeting, state meetings, and, you know, to, to add another one on is, is definitely a little tough, but it's definitely worth it. If, um, if you take the time and go to a couple of the VIAAA meetings and you know, volunteer, put your hand up, it's definitely worth the time. Absolutely. Our, our uh, president-elect, uh, you know, our president, uh, Kenny Edwards, he's, uh, he's allowing anybody that wants to come in, just contact, uh, come to attend the meeting, just contact your region rep, and then uh, they'll get you on the list, and you can attend any VI AAA board of directors meeting just to see how it goes or any, any meeting. Now, let's talk about the job of an athletic administrator at Falls Church. You know, you know who were some of your influences to get into athletic administration? You talked about your coaches and uh, in the past but uh, you know who influenced you to really get into it and then uh, now who do you look to now for advice encouragement or a shoulder to cry on <laughs> yeah i always say i gotta keep laughing to keep myself from crying sometimes but especially during covid it's been you know, every time we feel like we get our stride going again something else comes along and knocks us down but um yeah so my my um my total aspirations were really just to be, i wanted to be a teacher and coach i you know coaching and was my passion and when I um when I stepped away and became an athletic director that was the hardest part was to to give up the coaching I thought um I think a lot of people say that too when they stop coaching it's hard uh so when I was um I was at false church and I was assistant AD Jeannie Kelly who's now retired obviously was you know my my big mentor um she she kind of you know pulled me into the office and gave me opportunities and pushed me to kind of, you know, get my CAA and then go back and get my, you know, my second master's in educational leadership. So I could be a DSA. And, um, there was never, you know, she was never somebody that you, if you asked, the answer was always yes. So she would always, you know, make it work. And 
you know, she sacrificed so that, you know, I couldn't do so much game coverage because I had to take classes and all other things. But um, so she was definitely my mentor going. And then uh, the, the national district in region 60 is incredible. Um, they, they're a great group of guys. Um, so that I probably call every single one of them a mentor. The bunch of them have been doing it for 20 years. Brian Garvey at justice, Greg Dombrowski at uh, Edison, EW Noland over at Hayfield. Um, it's a, it's almost like a comedy hour every time we meet. Um, and it's a real, it's a real good time. And, um, but you know, it's just a good group of guys and they're, they're, they're great too, because, um, you know, I, I'm a 33 year old athletic director. I've been doing it for a little while as an assistant, but you know, I came in and they were like, you're the chair, you're the chair of the district. Good luck. And I was just like, uh, what? And, but they didn't leave me out the dry, you know, it was kind of like, Hey, we've all done it for 10 years now. Like let's let Bobby go for it. And, and then they held my hand and walked me through it. So, but I know that any, but we have a group text and we're always bouncing stuff off each other. And any moment I can call any one of them and say, Hey, I'm dealing with this. What did you do? You know? And um, so it's, it's a good group for sure. Outstanding. Now here's your chance to get up on the soapbox. What are some things that you do at Falls Church that you think you guys are really good at? Yeah, hanging banners. No, so <laughs> that's, I guess uh, probably the one, the one thing that really stuck out to me throughout COVID um, and we've pushed really hard on the last two years is getting our, our, our academics ahead of where it should have been. Like, and I think we, we always outperform the school as a whole, but it, you know, there were some, there were some teams, some programs that really struggled. Um, like our varsity football program struggled academically. There was always, there's always kids who ended up being academically ineligible, um, you know, halfway through the year and, so it was, it was always a challenge trying to do that. Um, we, we did hire a bunch of new staff members and then COVID le led to a lot of turnover. Mm -hmm. um, you know, people just didn't want to take the risk. And um, so I think we're really good at hiring really good people. Like the coaching staffs we have now are incredible. Um, we, when I talk about academics, like our, our football program, we use a metric, we have a, a scholar athlete where it's, if you have a 3.5 GPA in that season, we call you a scholar athlete. And there's a thing that we've been doing for years. And our football program historically had been in like the 10 to 15% of the kids were scholar athletes. Mm -hmm. This year, that number is 52%. Wow. You know, so, you know, just implementing the programs to support our kids and, and making sure that, you know, they're, they put their academics first and um, has been has paid off the dividends. This year we've had, so, I mean, yeah, this year so far, I've had to have one conversation with a kid who wasn't eligible. Wow. And that to me, it's incredible. I just think that like in the past, every season we were telling a handful of kids, like, sorry, you can't, you know, you didn't pass the five or you, mm -hmm. whatever it was. And now, you know, it's, it's been one kid all year. And it's, it's just because you know, we, we have been supports that not only occurred during the season when the kids are playing, but we're following up with them constantly throughout this off season and making sure it also helps that a lot of our kids are multi-sport athletes. So they have multiple coaches kind of, Mm -hmm. staying on top of them but um that's probably the, our our biggest shining star that's that's great now what you know you you're two in the job you know what are some of the things that you really enjoy about the big chair about being the director of student activities uh the, so in ferris county so we, we do everything you know we're you know i oversee health and pe and i oversee the custodial staff and the facility and maintenance and um, obviously athletics and activities and all that. And that's probably the, the most fun about it, is that every day is totally different. Mm -hmm. And there's not, there's not a day that 
I walk in where I have a plan and that that's only that ever actually happens is always kind of like putting out fires and somebody who's a, a former athlete and, you know, kind of a adrenaline junkie. It's a, it's a, it's a good, it's a good uh, fit for me in that regard. Um, I love like my favorite part is stand on the sidelines and watching games. Like that's, you know, there's nothing like Friday night football game and, you know, being on the sideline and, and cheering the kids on or basketball or, or even, you can tell me on swimming gymnastics too, but it's fun just kind of being at um, being at stuff and seeing seeing the kids happy and excited to play and compete. Outstanding. Now let's look at the other side of the coin here. What is something that you absolutely hate about your position? Oh. I use the example, the real small example of rosters. If I can never do or see another roster in my life, it would be great. But you know, what's something that you just hate? Well, that's that's a perk of being being the boss. You make the assistants do all that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> uh, the that there are some tedious parts of it, yeah, for sure. Um, that's that's definitely a hard part. It's, you know, making sure your rosters are set, the buses, the field trips, like all the the. And Ferris County's got like forty thousand systems we have to use. They, nobody could create like, create one place to go to do all your stuff, right? Um, the, the other part that I would say that that's really frustrating for me is that. You know, there's nothing else really in the school where you have to like fundraise to support your own. Like the English department, if they need textbooks, they don't have to like go out and like sell hot dogs to raise money to buy textbooks. Right. So it's always kind of interesting that, you know, there's so much benefit to high school athletics and then we don't fund it essentially. Obviously the county does pay like salaries and our transportation officials costs and stuff like that. But, you know, the fact that I have to like raise funds to buy football helmets, you know, like, that's crazy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, if a kid doesn't have a football helmet, he can't play. Like, or if he has a, a helmet that's old that we're stretching out beyond, it's, you know, more than we should, you know, the, the kid's going to get hurt or our shoulder pads aren't the right. Or, you know, kids are out in uniforms that have holes in them because they're six or seven years old. And it's the fact that, you know, there's just not a consistent, appropriated, mm-hmm. you know, thing to, to support athletics. So I came from New York, like they're, there was no, where I grew up, there was nothing like that. Like we would, we would have to fundraise. Like we want to do something extravagant, like go on like an overnight trip or a spring break trip, maybe, or something like that. Like that wasn't included, but you know, uniforms run cycles and, and it's through taxpayer money. And mm-hmm. you know, there's the other part that, that kind of irks me is like, you know, we're, we're a 25 school system and we're vastly different socioeconomically from one school to the next. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, our kids will have to go play a school and I won't name anybody to sell the side about, but you know, that are in a much better financial situation than we're in, despite the fact that we're in, we're in the same school system, you know, and yeah, they have brand new Nike uniforms and brand new, you know, shiny helmets. And then, you know, we're, we're rolling up trying to like piece together some stuff sometimes, but we, we do, we do well, we get by in our, um, you know, it's definitely one thing that kind of irks me about the position. Though. Absolutely. Now, what advice would you give to a new or current athletic administrator? You know, what's something that they must do to be successful? Hmm. I can tell you the one thing that's led to my the most of my success is having having good employees and good people in key positions. Um, the first two hires I I made were and to replace me is my my one of my assistants and Caitlin Charbonneau and I and BB Kim I actually have to, I have two which is awesome. Um, for great hires and they make my life a lot easier. The other part um, I hired an AA and. If your AA is a rock star, you're going to look like a rock star. So um, it could, my AA basically, her name is Meg uh, DeBeau. She 
completely changed the atmosphere of our office. Now she, our old AA, we had an office in the back and you, the kids would walk in, there's nobody there. She, she pulls her desk right up in front of the door. So there's a smiling face every time a kid comes in with a question. So, um, you know, it just, it just completely changed the atmosphere in our office. And then, you know, like the last question you just asked, like one of the necessary evils is that you have to, you have to fundraise. And so, um, right. As I got the job, my first call was to a parent I knew that was amazing. And I knew that I needed her as my booster club president. And so, you know, I said, Hey, I'm getting this job and I just got told that, but I really need your help. And, you know, she was like, okay, sure. You know, our booster club went from like, we just had booster meetings with like four, four or five people would show up to them. Now we have to rent out the big room in the school because we're getting 30, 35 people that, you know, everyone's doing a little part. No one, nobody's given hundreds of hours or anything a month or everyone's just doing their little thing. And our, our booster club is rocking and rolling. And they, um, if it wasn't for that, I don't know how we would have gotten through COVID. Like, you know, that there, there are times where we're calling other schools saying, Hey, do you, can we borrow a extra large helmet because we didn't roll out? Or can we, you know, can we borrow this because we're like even even with you know, they basically doubled their donation they made to the school in the past and uh, through COVID, which is just incredible. And it, wow. you know, so that, that's good. I think if you can find somebody, you know, if you're in a school system like like Fairfax or uh, what I'm dealing with, if you have a good booster club present, then mm-hmm. you're gonna be all right. Great stuff. Now, last question. It's always a fun one. You know, a lot of people you know are going to be listening to this, and then a lot of people that you don't know are going to be listening to this. Can you tell the listeners something they might not know about you? Any talents, hobbies? Man. There's not much time for hobbies in this job. So, <laughs> um, yeah, there's not, I mean, my, my biggest, I, just, uh, I, I do this and then I, I basically, I, I try to stay in shape. I don't, you know, um, I'm not going to pick, I'm not going to sell names again, but I remember I, I went to a, um, when I was at the national conference in, in Maryland and I went to a session on um, athletic director work-life balance. Mm-hmm. And it was, and this guy, and he was, he was fine. I, I, I'm not going to pick on him, but he was saying like, you got to find time for yourself. And he's right. And he's got to exercise. You got to take care of yourself. I've, if he was pushing five, 600 pounds, I would be, I wouldn't be surprised. So I was kind of like, Oh man, like, but I, I that's the one thing I, I, I do. I, I make sure that I kind of you know, take care of myself. I like, I got into, I used to be, a, you know, division one distance runner. And that was kind of like my, my glory going through high school and college. And um, it just takes too much time to, to be at that level of runner. So I, I kind of stopped running and started doing triathlon to kind of mix it up a little bit. So that's, if I'm not, uh, if I'm not at school and, or at a game or, at an event and either on my bike usually or in the pool or going for a run or something. So I do have a two and a four-year-old. So that also takes up some time too. So my two little girls are fun. They're, they're they're the biggest supporters of Jaguars athletics. They both, they both come in on the microphone sometime and they'll go Jaguars and stuff. So it's definitely a family affair. That's great. (laughs) Well, I appreciate you jumping on the road with the VI AAA. Uh, We'll look forward to talking to you soon and seeing you at the state conference here in the next month or so. Thanks, Bobby. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, Jim. Take care. That's all the time we have for this edition of On the Road with the VIAAA. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at VIAAA95, on Instagram at VIAAA1995. The video edition of this podcast can be found on YouTube. Just search VIAAA. Our website is VIAAA.org. 
Thank you for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you next time.